0: So, so, um, fair viewers and even our non-fair viewers, Daniel and I listeners, yes, listeners, I guess (laughs) they could be viewing if they're looking at their, their screen. Yeah. We're going to, um, we're going to record each week for the next nine weeks. I think we talked about this on our last.
1: Yeah. But it's worth going over again.
0: Yep. And we're going to shoot the shit like we just did. But the main focus, or the reason we're recording every week, is so that we can talk about the new HBO series, The Last of Us, which premiered on Sunday, today's Tuesday, and we kind of want to just keep up and talk about that show as it airs, per each episode, try to keep it future spoiler free, because as I'm sure most of you know, it's a video game. Daniel and I are both pretty big fans of the game of of Naughty Dog in general and um, have been pretty excited for this series for for quite some time, so we're really excited and and happy to talk about it. So you're going to get the same banter that you've come to to enjoy, and we'll ask each other how we're doing, but we're really going to dive into these episodes as well.
1: Yeah, we definitely are, and we... even though we do know everything that kind of happens, um, we don't necessarily know how they're going to do it in the show. And the show so far, the show has not deviated much from the game, but um, we still don't want to spoil anything in, in case um, it doesn't deviate anymore. Um, it could deviate going forward. Things could change. Um, big. Moments in the story could certainly happen differently this time than than they did in the game. Um, the creator of the game, the, the main creative behind it, Neil Druckmann, is um, one of the showrunners of the show. So <clears throat> um, I wouldn't be surprised if he decided to change some things, you know, his second time around with the story. It's possible. Um, but... Either way, we just don't want to spoil what happens in the game because it could happen in the show and maybe people would want to go and play the game after they watch the show um, if they haven't already done so. So we're not going to spoil anything beyond episode one. We might um, hint at some things or make reference to some things that happen later um, especially in terms of like certain characters arcs, but we'll, we'll try
0: not to get into specifics. And I think it's important that we try not to do that as well. Oh, you know, a for spoilers, but B as, as many of us learned watching game of Thrones, they, um if you had read the books, you know, the show had a lot of parts in it that weren't in the books. So we don't know how they're going to handle the, the adaptation going forward. I, I tend to think that there were some deviations in the first episode. Um, maybe additions would be a better term. I think I think right. that, and, and I'm, this isn't like, I'm not just coming up with this on myself. I heard it from um, Neil Druckmann on a podcast this morning. But he, he's talking about how there's parts in the game where, as a player, you're seeing things passively in the background, and you're taking that in, and you're gathering that information regarding the story. In the series, it's different, so they kind of have to, to, you know, put some things right in front of your face and show you, so that you kind of get the the full understanding, and that kind of made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can give an example of that once we start, you know, getting right into the the, the show and and uh, talking about, well, talking about the show. So, Ooh, we should do that. We should, of course. Okay. We do that
1: Daniel. So. Overall impressions. What, what would you say? How did you like it?
0: I really liked it. Um, full disclosure: I, The Last of Us, is my favorite video game of all time. Um, I even enjoyed the second part quite a bit. Uh, Joel. Uh, I like my my youngest daughter is named Ellie for that very reason. Like because of the last of us. So clearly it had, it had a pretty good impact on me. Um, so as a super fan, I really, really liked it. I think, um, you know, I've, I've speaking from the show standpoint, I think the casting is, is phenomenal. Um, I know there was, it's cause there's always going to be some bickering and, and second guessing and naysaying when, when people first get announced, but, but Pedro Pascal, uh, Bella Ramsey and, Oh, forgive me. The girl that played Sarah, any, everybody that's been in the show. Parker. Yes. Nico Parker has been fabulous. And, um, like Sarah is, is, is treated as like, a main character because she is yeah but like it's just yeah it's fascinating the the job she did and her her part in the first episode and everybody else so i think the casting was great the directing of the first episode was phenomenal um it It felt like I was reliving the video game, but also did not feel like I was reliving the video game, which makes zero sense. But those were both great things. No, what it didn't. I don't know how how they did that.
1: It evoked the same feelings I got from playing the game the first time. You know that that it's especially that first uh, twenty minutes, half hour, that intro, right? So. really made me feel the beginning yeah we should but it it made me feel that same that same heartbreak over again
0: yes um no i I actually yeah i have some thoughts on that but so the very very beginning the 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 guy with the big head big head from 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 silicon valley from the 60s Mm -hmm. so that part wasn't in the game no um but i think it's a great addition to the to the series. Cause honestly, even as many times as I played the game and I read about Cordyceps, I didn't quite understand exactly what, you know, the one doctor or scientist or whoever that guy was, was saying, um, you know, with, with how all that could actually come to be. And I don't, I think that interview took place in the late sixties, you know, and by the time that it does actually evolve to being able to overtake humans is, is 35 years later or so. So I think that was a good addition. What do you think about that part?
1: Now, I thought that part was great. Um, I yeah. thought it was a very compelling intro. It really made me, you know, I think what's neat about The Last of Us' um, zombie virus thing um, is that it's, um, it's always been believable. I mean, when, when the first Last of Us came out, when the game came out um, in 2013, they they really hyped up in the marketing this whole concept of the Cordyceps um, virus mm-hmm. and and how that is a real thing that infects real uh, insects in in the wild and and how it, you know they, they showed the clips of the ants in the BBC documentary that get yeah. that get. Devoured by this mushroom um this fungus that takes over its body and and controls it um to it, it basically what the real cordyceps virus does is it takes control of the ant's body and makes it uh go to a water source or like to a, a moist area um so that the the So that the fungus can continue to breed and and build um, and grow. Um, And the concept in the game is, what if that happened to humans? And, And what's funny is that this intro makes that concept... Even though it's not quite the same, like it, it, they ch- they changed how the the virus works a little bit in the show, but this makes it seem even more plausible um, the way that yeah, the it does. describes it.
0: Totally. Yeah. Yes, it certainly does.
1: Who um, who yeah, was the scientist guy that was telling that story? Who was that, that actor?
0: I don't know. I've seen him, but I don't know. Yeah. That whole, that whole bit was kind of cool because it started out with, you know, Big head just making a bunch of jokes, and oh, you'd like to say no, you'd like to say no. And then at the end, he's just like speechless because he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This this could happen. So, right. So, I think that that's a great addition to the series, to the, you know, from the game, deviation Mm addition, unnecessary. Yeah. So, we get into, um, you know, the opening scene with with, uh, Sarah waking up, and there was some parts in there that were added just, you know, the, the eating the breakfast and, and, and Tommy showing up. Yep. Um, but in that first 20 minutes, I thought the part where it showed Sarah going to school and then taking Joel's watch to get fixed. And then, uh, the interaction with the neighbors even before they were leaving for school. Cause in, in the game, all you see is the neighbor, like, late at night when shit's going to hell and he's coming in and trying to get into the house then Joel pulls up and shoots him, right? Hold on, sorry. Um, I have
1: have a little monster next to me.
0: Come here. Oh, bogey.
1: Come here, folks. Come here. Hold on. Come here. Take this off of you so you're not jingle jangling during the show. And now get comfy cozy under a blanket. There you go. Now just sit there for the next half hour or so. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Start over.
0: I, I Yeah, the beginning part where it adds the interaction with the neighbors and shows the part where uh, Sarah... Takes Joel's watch and goes to school and and takes it to get it fixed and then comes home and hangs out with the neighbors for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I, that that part was in addition to the game as well, and I also think that was a a, a pretty good add on. Um, do you feel like that was necessary for the series? Like, do you think that that took anything away?
1: No, I think it was great. Uh, one of the things I want to see in the show is because it's a show format. They have more time to play with, and the benefit of doing a TV show over, say, a movie um, or even a game is, well, not, eh, okay, at least over a movie, right, is that you get more time with the characters, and, and so I wanted more time with Sarah because I think as effective as the intro to The Last of Us game was, I have always felt like I didn't feel connected enough to Sarah to um to actually care about her when she does die um as much as I just felt bad for Joel, and the way they did it in the show is like they made you care about her a little bit more um more effectively than I felt the game ever ever did so when you know. Her death happens. It hits even harder. Um, and I think what was great. Was that like. For people that have never played the game. They don't know what happens to her. Um, if you're just watching the show. For the first time. Which man. Like I. Wish I was in my wife's position. Or like it's somebody who even knows. The show less than she even does. Knows the story yeah. less than she even does. Like just to to experience all of that for the first time like oh man um but like they might have seen this first you know 20 minutes or so 15 minutes and thought she was going to be one of the main characters of the entire show
0: yeah i mean why wouldn't you think that right
1: so when you know when it happens again just really hits Yeah, yeah. So, but yes, I thought the the way that they built the tension also, um, because it it accomplishes two things, right? It gets you to care more about Sarah, but also it builds the tension of the virus. And in the game, the virus just sort of like suddenly explodes and happens. Um, Whereas in this, at least you see it, sort of, you hear about it in other parts of the world, right? They they talk about yeah. Jakarta, um mm-hmm. and on the radio and they hear about that and and then <clears throat> and then you start to see ambulances, you start to hear helicopters and airplanes and then you see like the kid at, when she's at school, the the kid twitching. Mm-hmm. Um And then you see her with the neighbors and that whole sequence is terrifying.
0: That is terrifying. I thought it was great. Yeah. Is, is Jakarta a country? I don't think so. Is it it in the middle East? No, that, (laughs) that, that was a great part where Tommy was asking that and Joel didn't know the answer and Sarah had to school them.
1: No. Is it really
0: though? No, it's the capital of Istanbul. No, not right. Istanbul. Okay. That's Turkey. Uh, uh, it's the capital of something. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> stupid. I, I should know these things. It's, yeah, the, the part with the neighbors was, was pretty good. Um, it's uh, there, There's a lot of little subtle things that I don't know if it's easier to notice because of the game. Just... You know, you'd mentioned the, the twitching kid at school and the elderly neighbor, like you could just kind of because there, there, there's an elderly neighbor that that isn't mobile. She's, you know, she's not doing well. She's mm-hmm. probably going to die soon anyway. She can't even eat biscuits. Right. And when Sarah's leaving the neighbor's house after school, you know, you kind of see that moment where she's probably turning right there. And then, of course, comes back to play a few hours later when all hell's breaking loose. But yeah. Um,
1: but you think that when you're watching that, you think, Oh, oh man, uh, is this lady going to get up right now and attack her?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm also thinking, I'm like, so, cause I don't remember a part in the game where, where it came to this, but uh, you know, I'm thinking, so she's, She's in a wheelchair. She really can't move. Mm-hmm. Is the Cordyceps virus going to give her the ability? And then I'm like, well, of course it will, because that's what it does. It just makes you go crazy. So, right. so in my mind, in the right hands, Daniel, I think we could use this virus to cure a lot of diseases. So that is how because because of that. Really start. I I have an ant farm in my room right now, <laughs> where I am. Going to infect them with cordyceps and then study them so that I can cure Michael J. Fox.
1: No, you are the worst. Car- you are the antagonist of any kind of horror what? movie. What?
0: It's for the benefit of humanity, Daniel.
1: You're you're listen. You're, you're the guy in Aliens, the Company Man, and Paul. I've Reiser. already
0: ordered. I've already ordered my monocle and my metal bracer for my left hand. <laughs> There, there, there's, there's things already in works. So it's the way it's gonna be. Oh, no. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So then so, what happens? So then,
0: uh, okay. Oh, so
1: the watch. It, yeah. I don't know. What were you gonna say?
0: Well, the watch was before that because. Well, yeah. Because Joel comes home late. It's his birthday. He comes home late, and Ellie gives him this watch that she had fixed. I can't remember. Did she just buy the watch, or did she have it fixed in the game?
1: I thought she bought it, but I guess she had it fixed.
0: I don't know. I thought she bought it too. Because,
1: I don't know. I I, I just Dylan's, replayed this all this whole section of the game too.
0: So Dylan was asking me about the watch, and I'm like, well, I think it's implied that it like he had gotten it from his wife. Like they've never ever touched on Sarah's mom. Like in any. Yeah. Yeah, like in the comic books, any of those things. Um, so I said, I think it's just kind of implied that he got it from his wife, and it it had broke, and you know Sarah got it fixed for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't remember for sure in the game if that's if she had got it fixed or just just bought it for him. But anyway, um, so they they sit there and they're watching TV, and she falls asleep, and uh, uh, Tommy calls. And you hear, you know, this is, I believe, a reference to the infection as well. He talks about being at the bar and some guy went crazy and he knocked him out and got arrested and he's in jail. Yep. So Joel leaves, takes Sarah upstairs and puts her in bed and he leaves to go get Tommy. And then that's when next thing we know, Sarah is waking up. She goes downstairs, the neighbor's dog uh, is over there at the window. So she goes outside to take the dog back over to the Adelman's house. Did you
1: think initially the dog might be infected?
0: Um, no, I didn't really think that. I thought that because the way the dog looked at the old lady as Ellie was Ellie, as Sarah was leaving her house, the dog knew. So I thought the dog was just getting the heck out of there. Right. Right. That's what I thought. Gotcha. So in the game at that point, when, when Sarah goes downstairs, I, it's not really indicated that it's a neighbor, but some crazy person starts beating on the window and that's when Joel and Tommy pull up after Joel got Tommy out of jail and Joel just walks up and shoots the guy. And Sarah has this, you know, understandable reaction to that where she is just like freaked out by that because she Mm -hmm. just watched her dad and, her first notion of this whole viral thing was I in the game I believe when she wakes up the TV's on and like there's something happening on it and she sees this big explosion out the window, right? Is that this game or is that a different game?
1: No, no, that's this game. She sees the explosion yeah. um yeah. at the same time that it happens on the TV. Or like it happens. Yeah. It happens yeah. in real life out the window and then like a second later happens on the TV. And then the TV So she just,
0: stark. Yeah. She just wakes up and she had no indication of, of, it's not like in the TV show where, you know, she was out in the community. Right. Or at least the player didn't see that. Um, you know, and then they get in the pickup and try to head to wherever they can head and, and end up, um, you know, at that military zone where, where Joel is carrying Sarah and gets, uh, Confronted by the the yeah soldier,
1: but let's go back to through the 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 truck ride. What did you think of yeah. that? Because I liked how that was shot. Um, I liked how
0: that was shot too,
1: because it 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 looked like it did in the game.
0: Yeah, you really got that sense. Like sometimes, like in in I don't know if I want to say zombie shows or whatever, but you like people have a vehicle, they had a pickup truck and you're wondering like, why can't they just plow through these people? But like, in reality, you can only do that for so many people before you get bogged down. That's just the way it is. Right. Right. And, um, I think this, the show and the game did a good job of it too, but the show did a good job of, of making you feel stuck, even though you were in a vehicle and all these other people may not have been because, it's not like you just had open passage Mm -hmm. and you know, you're still somewhat human. You don't know who's infected. Who's not infected. You don't just want to mow over a bunch of innocent people, no matter how much you want to protect yourself, what you do, which we saw as, um, you know, they drove by those people that needed help. And, and Tommy was like, Joel, they have a kid. And he was like, we have a kid. And, Uh, when the neighbor other neighbor came running out of the house and he tells her to go back in the house and and lock her door like he's already going into protect my own mode but you know tommy's driving and tommy's not like he's like you don't just want to run people over that may not be infected that are just trying to get away so they keep of course detouring and, and trying to get through it and they have to back up and the way that airplane crash yeah. was was shot was filmed i thought that was really cool like was that great. was like big but big budget movie type stuff
1: Oh uh, the whole episode was the it just looked so expensive
0: yeah no it did <laughs> um the barn burning the the farmhouse on fire yeah, all yeah. that yeah
1: yeah um but yeah that whole truck truck ride was so similar to the game which sometimes can backfire But in this case, I I felt like it was um, an homage in a way that, like, you don't often see um, movies or or shows filming a scene like that in that way. Um, Yes. And when when it is done that way and it is done effectively, um, it kind of shows that, like, you know... There, uh, there is. Um, I don't know. It, it, it makes the game. It's complementary to the game. It, it just. It says, "Hey, you know, games can tell a story like this just as well." Um, and it is so. It was almost. It almost felt like this was the an episode that uh, Craig Mason, who's the Hollywood um, half of the show running duo. It was his way of like um, uh, paying homage to to the game, um, and yeah. I thought it worked super well. It reminded me a lot of one of my favorite movies, *Children of Men*. There's a car chase sequence in that where you see the entire car chase from the inside of the car that the protagonist characters are in, um, and it's all one one shot. Um, and this was too, it's all it, for, for a long time. It's all just one, one take. Um, yeah. So it was it was just super good. I, I enjoyed it. It, it.
0: it was good. Yeah. Uh, um, that guy, if, if, if you don't know is responsible for Chernobyl, which was on HBO. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was phenomenal as well. So yes, the show is in good hands for sure. Yeah. So then,
1: they kind of get separated from Tommy after they crash the car. The truck mm-hmm. crashes. They have to run away from crowds of people and zombies. Um, we're going to call them zombies, but they're they're not technically zombies. Whatever. Infected. Yeah.
0: Clickers. Is, clickers.
1: They're not all clickers, though. That's the thing. That, no, like, they're
0: not all clickers people who don't watch the infected. show
1: need to understand that I mean who people who haven't played the game might not understand cuz the show doesn't really go into it yet but um there's different levels of infected and yes you, you'll see what clickers are probably in the next episode I think um, yeah. but they're they're the real scary infected um yes. and so, so they get separated from Tommy and they run and this is like, a shorter sequence than it was in the game, I think. You're doing less running, which makes sense, because, like, how long could you really survive in, in that spot?
0: Well, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, running around there. So they get chased by one infected through kitchen or something, through, like, a bar that looks very similar to the one in the game when mm-hmm. you're getting chased. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then they come. They they, <clears throat> they come very close to getting caught by this infected because the whole time Joel is carrying Sarah, so he's moving slower than he could be. And um, the the infected gets shot at the last second by by somebody, and we see it's a soldier. And this whole sequence is ripped almost directly out of the game. The soldier shoots the infected and then he gets a call from his superior or he calls his superior and says you know i've got one injured um two people here one injured um it's just their foot you know they don't appear to be infected but i don't know and then One difference is that in the show, the soldier just says, yes, sir, or yes, sir. You know, he just keeps answering in the affirmative. And in the game, you hear the soldier saying something along the lines of like, but, but sir, she's a child or something like that.
0: Yeah. He puts up more of a fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so... It becomes clear to us and to Joel that this guy has orders to shoot on site, whether they're infected or not. So, um, he does. And you think for a second that they somehow avoided the bullets um, or that maybe Joel got hit, right? Um, because it certainly looks like Joel gets hit. Even in the show, I, I feel like it looks more like Joel. Joel gets shot. But he um, the soldier is about to come. They both fall, right? Sarah and Joel fall. And the soldier walks over to Joel and is about to shoot him in the head. And Tommy comes to the rescue and shoots him. And Tommy's got a different gun in the show than in the game. Um, True. What would you think of that? He shoots the soldier before he can shoot Joel. What do you think of the the gun that Tommy's?
0: Talking? His rifle. Yeah, yeah. His hunting rifle. I think it's. Is that. Uh, I think it's more accurate to what somebody probably would have had in that scenario. Right. Okay. If that makes yep. any sense. Yep. And it makes more sense that that gun could penetrate. That armor. The armor a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's a higher caliber, um, you know. I was hunting, thinking
1: that, hunting, I was thinking that too. Hunting ground. Yep.
0: Um, so here's the interesting thing about that part in the game. That part is what hooked me, right? Like mm-hmm. that hooked me. Cause it was just, just emotional, like mind fuck. Yeah. And um, I do think the parts in the game where the soldier was trying to show some maybe compassion and reason. Yeah. I think that was better than the way that they did it in the, the show. Angry. And he did, right, be, right before he was going to shoot Joel, he did say, I'm sorry. But there wasn't any, any real emotion in his voice. Mm-hmm. And I am 99% sure that this is only because I knew what was coming and I played the game so many times. But I thought back to the last time I played the game, I knew it was coming as well. And it still got to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't really get to me in this case for whatever reason. So huh. I think part of it is because I, I did know it was coming. Yeah. yeah. Part I of think it was because right. I was, was so excited for the show mm-hmm. that, um, I was really looking forward to that part to get that emotional response. But then I kind of got so wrapped up in everything that had happened before that. Um, it was, it was still a good part. I'm not saying like it was horrible, but it did not elicit the same emotional response in me as it had in the past. Um, yeah. Now, the next, the next scene did, however, which was cool. I thought.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, you mean yeah. the, once we flash forward twenty years? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, hold on. I'm not done talking about this though. Um, I don't know. I like I said because we got to connect with Sarah more um, and see her. Uh, more I just felt like There was a little bit more Emotional connection there I didn't necessarily This is maybe going to be a little controversial But Okay Um, It didn't feel like Pedro Pascal I think he's a great actor But it was Very difficult to see him performing that scene compared to what I think is just an impeccably performed scene with Troy Baker in the original game, um,
0: and maybe that's the difference for me. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it, it, it right. could very well be because
1: right. And I know that I've seen enough interviews with him and with the showrunners, and I've heard enough things read enough articles to know that he was specifically trying not to um, copy Troy Baker's performance, who was if you don't know, he was the voice actor and motion capture actor for Joel in the f- games um, but but a lot of it really did feel that way to me, it felt like he was hitting the same beats um, you know, I've heard the story about Neil Druckmann directing Troy Baker in <clears throat> in the game for that sequence he was he was he said and this this is a, if you follow troy baker at all you've heard him tell this story like a thousand times but there's you know they they did this scene and troy baker brought himself to this like deep emotional a- a- anguish um in order to to do this scene and It was very difficult for him and the girl who plays Sarah in the games. And I can't remember her name. Um, But he like just put on this performance. He was crying and just in anguish and pain. And uh, Neil Druckmann made him do it over and over and over and over and over and over. And he was just like, yeah, I don't understand why we have to keep doing this. I got it on the first take. And... Neil Druckmann says to him, well, I have, uh, I'm looking at this scene and I see a man uh, who's broken, but I don't see what broke that man. I don't see the steps that lead up to him being broken, Um, and I don't see him trying to stop it and trying to deny it um, and trying to fix it. I just see him broken. I just see the end product. So Troy Baker kind of added those emotions into the performance. And when I see Pedro Pascal doing this, I see all that exact, exact same stuff. right? I see all those steps. And maybe it's just because I know this too well. Right? It's probably my fault. It's probably the same as you. you, you know, what you said about just knowing this story too well, but it just didn't, like, hit me quite as hard. But the one thing I will say is I watched it with Coley, who I think kind of has a vague idea of what happens. She's heard me talk about it enough times. She's been around when I've been playing it or watching a video about it or whatever. But she wasn't sure what was going to happen. And she cried like serious tears. um, Good.
0: I mean, not good that she cried, but good.
1: (laughs) It it hit, you know, for her, it hit.
0: So, yeah. Uh, So I'm curious if, I mean, I I expect most people it did. Um, Yeah. And I would hope anybody that didn't see it coming or didn't know it was coming. I would hope that it, that it did as well. Because the game, I mean, the game makes you feel like, I mean, we've seen the trailers and we know that that Ellie's in the, in all the trailers, but the game kind of makes you feel like Sarah is going to be a part of it. Like they put a lot mm-hmm. of work into developing that character in that little bit of time, right. and the TV show did that tenfold. So, it's a brilliant move, you know, yeah. as far as writing and, and directing and show running go, to do that because you truly feel invested in this 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 character, this little girl. Um, for twenty-three minutes of screen time, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I gotta, I have to applaud that. I really do.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. So then, yes, um, we jump forward twenty years to Boston, and we see another kid.
0: That's in Massachusetts, if if you were wondering.
1: Yes. By the way, we wanted to go to Boston for for Mother's Day. We went to New York City last year for Mother's Day, and we were thinking, you know, know, Coley and I love Boston. She loves Boston. So we were thinking, why don't we go to Boston this year for Mother's Day? Um, But we looked at hotels, and they're, like, wicked expensive because one Mother's Day, but I think mainly because it's going to be, like, graduation time for a lot of schools, and Boston has tons of colleges, so... Yeah. Yep.
0: Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it will be.
1: Um, hopefully there, you know, is an, a zombie pandemic before Mother's Day. But, yeah, so we see this other kid, and I, you know, this happens, and I'm like, I don't know. Coley's like, who's this kid? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> no clue who this kid is. Yeah. And uh, he's walking funny. Is looking a little weird. And
0: dragging a leg. Dragging a leg for sure.
1: And they test him, and uh, the lady's very sweet to him, very nice, and makes him feel safe um, as they kill him <laughs> because he's yeah. infected. Um, yeah. And then, then you, you see Joel working a job where he's throwing the body out. Uh, yeah. This is all new. This was not. This was not stuff in the game. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah,
0: that part. Well, I mean, I yeah, that part it got to me. Um, That's not stuff we saw in the game. Yeah. The um. So in the game, like they talked about this on the companion podcast, where in the game Joel's just walking around the QZ. I don't know, remember exactly what he was doing, but passively, like in the background you saw people lined up and they were scanning them and you learned that, you know, green is clear and red is not clear. And they, they scanned a couple greens and they get to a red and then they just, they just shoot that guy. Right. Like, no yeah. questions asked. Yeah. So this, this was kind of setting up that, um, you know, that, that concept. Cause that's one of those things where they kind of got to show it as opposed to just having it in the background for right. the viewer the TV viewer to understand. So this kid stumbles into the, the quarantine zone from out in the wilderness, so to speak. And, and yeah, they, they will him in, in this chair. And of course he's strapped in, but, but the, the Fedra official is, is very sweet to him. And, um, the other person comes up behind while she's talking to him and, and scans him. And, you know, it's, it's red and he just kind of tilts it towards her. So she sees, and she doesn't miss a beat. And, And says, you know, we're going to give you some medicine and how about you eat your favorite foods and we do these things and the kid is finally, you know, like sensing some relief. And then the guy comes up and injects him and of course you don't see him die, but that's, it's pretty well understood. That's what's happening. Right. And uh, they cut to the next scene where people are unloading bodies out of pickup trucks and throwing them into this burn pile. And, um, Joel is one of the people, and initially, I thought the other person was Tess, but I don't think it was, yeah, um, I
1: thought it was too
0: yeah i'm I guess I'm still not entirely sure I'm not either, but they get one pickup unloaded and another one backs up and, and this woman, who may or may not be Tess, walks up and and takes the tailgate down and starts to grab and she just says, "You gotta do this when I can't, and then um it cuts to, to Joel and Joel looks down and, and we can see from the camera that it's that, that kid, that young boy, probably, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, right? At the most, the very most. Yeah. Dead. And he's got this, all these bodies have these, these rags around their head, I guess, in case they come back. I don't know. Um, And Joel just scoops them up like it's nothing and, and throws them in the fire. And, it just goes to show how hardened Joel has been since his own daughter died in his arms 20 years before that to where he can just now pick up this kid with no emotion and just toss him into this, this burn pile. Um, so a, a lot of that got to me like for whatever reason, I was, obviously I felt sad for the kid, but, the way that the federal lady was so nice to him, like it irritated mm-hmm. me, but it's like, at least she's giving him, you know, trying to comfort him in his, in his final moments, because we all understand there's no cure. There's nothing that can be done. Letting him turn is not going to, you know, be the right thing to do either. Right. Um. And, you know, we, we, we think of Fedra as, as maybe the villain, kind of the villain, like, there's all kinds of, there's like no real heroes or villains. Everybody's yeah. everything in, in this entire story. Um, So that got to me. And then just, just that emotion of seeing Joel, just Joel, 20 years later, Joel. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's how it is. Um, You know, at the beginning of the beginning of the game, when he first, you know, is going to find Tommy or trying to go find Tommy. So. That part probably, and maybe just because it was new, probably got the most raw emotion from me. Mm-hmm. Um, there the wasn't just, like, nostalgia and excitement, right? Um, right. For for the entire show.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that, that, that scene worked for me for the same reason, for sure. Um, but then is it right after this that we see him back at his apartment? No, we go to Tess after this, right? Don't we?
0: Yeah. Yes. And, and with the tied up.
1: Yeah. 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 This whole thing was a little weird. Um, yeah,
0: this, the next sequence mixed up a lot of parts of the game. I thought,
1: Yeah. Because it did. I mean, I didn't really understand why is Robert, Robert has all his men there. Yeah. And he's pleading with her to forgive him.
0: Well, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So there was a a deal that, that went bad and, um, he's afraid of Joel essentially is what that comes down to. He was supposed to sell guess, them a the right. battery. Right. And, um, he does have Tessa tied up, but he knows he can't kill her. Cause he knows Joel will come after him and kill all of them. So yeah, he's, he's telling her that he's quote unquote going to make it right. But, but these, these two people that I, I kind of got the impression that Robert didn't tell them to beat her. They just did. And Now he's like fucking shit in his pants. Um Yeah. That was kind of the impression I got there. So Okay. Yeah. So anyway, they they're gonna let Tesco, go, but then the fire applies, you know, blow up a, a a truck and it blows a hole in the building anyway, so she just walks out. But that's our our first meeting with Robert in the game. Mm-hmm. Then Joel and Tessa meet up and she, she tells Joel what happened and he double crossed him on the battery and, and um, he wants Joel to, to hurt Robert. So they go to find him and things get a little bit weird because they're all already dead. And then Marlene steps out with a gunshot wound. Right. Marlene is the leader of the fireflies and we've seen her, Previous to this, in a couple scenes, um, when Ellie was introduced in the series, which we totally glossed over somehow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so to go back, though, when we see him and Tess, when we see Joel and Tess together, um, I think it's interesting because in the game, Tess comes, walks in, and she's beat up, and he's worried about her. And she's drinking. Um, In the show, we see Joel just, like, downing, like, three or four um, glasses of whiskey in an instant.
0: Yeah.
1: I felt like that... I felt like they were really laying it on thick with that. But I don't know. I just... I just felt like we didn't need to see him doing that to understand that he's having a hard time.
0: Yeah, we don't need to see him drowning his pain in, in drugs and alcohol. Like it's The thing about Joel is that's that's literally everybody in that world. Right. right? Like right. <laughs> he's not seriously, he's, he's not, not alone. S- he's not special in that regard. Right. Like everybody has lost so much at this point and everybody's getting fucked over by either the Fireflies or Fedra or other factions out in the world that we haven't even met yet. Like, like, like nobody's like, in a good spot.
1: Exactly. And we can see him. Like, I would have had no problem with him drinking a glass of whiskey in that scene, but, like, the way that they did the quick cuts of him just downing a bunch of glasses really fast. Yeah.
0: It made it look like... He, they were trying to make him look like he was really spiraling. Right. And, and that I, it was kind of something new. Yeah. Like, like not being able to find Tommy kind of set him off, maybe. And, and you know, perhaps that's that's accurate. Maybe that's
1: what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. I um, just I felt like it was unnecessary. It,
0: it, yeah, it, it wasn't necessary. It really didn't add a whole lot to it. Like they'd already set up pretty well that, you know, Joel is who he is at this point. Right. I agree with you on that.
1: All right. So, so yeah, then we do meet Ellie. Right. And, and we see her kind of being interrogated by this fireflies lady, not interrogated, but like tested. Right. Yes. To see if uh, she's starting to turn or why she's not, I think they're trying to understand why she's not starting to turn. Um,
0: well, I mean, at this point we don't even really realize she's been bit. I don't think as the viewer, I'm I'm not entirely sure. I was that. I feel like that whole sequence, it mixed up so many different parts of the game that I got a little bit confused.
1: Yeah. I think, yes. As somebody, if, if I didn't know the game, then I think I would have been more confused. Um, I also felt like this entire middle section of the episode was a little bit slow. Um, And
0: yeah. See, I felt like knowing the game is what made me confused because it was out of sequence, right? It's kind of the whole game of Thrones thing. Like, Oh shit, I got ahead of myself. Why is this (laughs) happening this way? Like Marlene isn't supposed to be here right now. This isn't supposed to be happening yet. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. We're not supposed to, Know that Ellie had been bitten yet We're not supposed to know that Until she gets scanned and scans red. Yeah Yeah And then
1: Yeah well we'll get to that part too Um, But I thought that Bella Ramsey I mean right from the get go I, I think she's just perfect In this role Yeah
0: yeah, she, Bella is perfect. I, I think Bella might have came out as having different pronouns. I don't remember for sure,
1: but um, um, I, she said she's non-binary, but I think she's still she. So her.
0: we're we're good. We're good with she her. Okay, I, I believe so. I okay.
1: think I think her exact words were, "I don't give a fuck."
0: <laughs> perfect. Okay, yep. so, I'm good with that. <laughs> but Bella did a fantastic job as Ellie. I thought. Initially, so far,
1: yeah, I think so, absolutely. So so far in the first episode, but that first intro scene is great. Um, it's you know it's it's she's just like the Ellie that we know from the games. Um, yes, and then we kind of see that her and Marlene have some sort of a history, mm-hmm. or at least. Marlene has a history with her. Um, but we don't really know what that is yet. Cause that's not a thing in the games. Like that's maybe something that's sort of hinted at in the game, but never explored.
0: Um, no. Well, I mean, I, I guess if, I felt like in the games, my impression was that Ellie's mom was a firefly and right. was killed and Marlene took her in and she ended up in a Fedra camp. Um, Yeah. In the show, Marlene says, because it was the safest place for her, which I guess kind of makes sense at the time. Yeah. And what I don't know is how I understand Marlene coming back for her, but at what point did she know that she had been bit and not turned? Did she come back for her after she found that out? Right. Or had she come back for her just because, Ellie had turned know. a certain age so she's yeah. going to bring her back to the group. That's that part was really confusing to me.
1: Yeah, and we'll probably find out um sure. those answers. Um I know that from previews and trailers that the the show is going to tell the story of um how Ellie gets bit and and everything yeah. that's covered in the left behind DLC for the game. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so, you know, maybe they'll go into it then because Marlene plays a little bit of a role in that story. So we'll see. We shall. And so, yeah, then we come to the point where um, Tess and Joel are kind of, I thought this was kind of neat. It was definitely an homage to the game. Um, I'm curious to see this episode was full of callbacks to the game um and I'm curious to see the next episode that's going to be directed by Neil because I yeah. feel like he's going to call back to the games less than Craig Mazin does.
0: Um You think that's cuz he feels he has something to prove as a director in film or just for other reasons?
1: I think because he's already told that story, he wants to do something different now. You know, I think Craig okay. Mazin at least for this first episode really wanted to Um, pay homage to the games um
0: and which they accomplished quite well
1: right they sure did um and so i think that neil when he's directing an episode i think he's going to uh do that less that's all and so i'm 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 looking forward to that because i i don't i want them to start deviating a little bit more from the games um Personally. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't want it to be a frame by frame right. adaptation at all. I really but I
1: did see. think it was cool how they were trekking through the basements, like you kind of do in in an um, in early early part of um, the game. And they come across this. Uh, in the game, you come across a guy who's who's infected, and you have a choice: you can kill him or you can leave him. Um, He's not turned yet, but he's clearly going to be... um, And he knows it, too, and he asks you to kill him. And you have a choice. You can kill him or you cannot. Um, Of course, I shoot him every time. Um, But in this, they come across just this, like, plastered body on a wall that is just uh, grown into the wall with all this fungus around it. Um, And it is dead. It is clearly... Dead um and that was cool good that that was kind of our first taste of what uh, this this virus looks like and what it really does yeah. to to people in this in the show's version of this world uh, Correct. so I thought that was neat and then um they they finally make their way to Robert's guys and find they're all dead, and uh, at the hands of Marlene and her uh, lady who got her ear shot off. She did, or chewed off, or something.
0: Something happened to her ear.
1: Yep. Are they romantically involved? Do you think? Um, Her
0: and this woman. Her ear and Marlene.
1: The Marlene and her like second in command. I don't know.
0: I don't her lieutenant. I, I guess I lieutenant. didn't get that impression, but yeah, maybe not, but I wasn't looking for it either. They could have been, I mean, Marlene didn't seem to be giving her any leeway on her opinion. Now, sure. yeah. but Marlene wouldn't, she's, she's yeah. pretty set in her ways. So that whole scenario. Yeah. That in the game, there's a big, I mean, like basically how you learn combat is fighting Robert and his crew, right? Right. That's how the game teaches you that. So in the show, they didn't need that. Right. So they were able to to change it up a bit. So when you get to Robert, you see the dead battery and you see the dead Robert and all of his henchmen. (laughs) And like, I don't remember Marlene being involved in that at all in the game. She wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And she steps out, shot, and that just made me think of you know we're not doing spoilers, but something that was nowhere near the first part of the game. Um, so that kind of invoked that memory. Uh, but I've been tr- like, I need to, for for a game that I've played ten times. It's amazing to me how much I forget. It, it's been quite some time. Don't get me wrong, but somewhere along the line marlene does come into play and she does know about ellie and she does ask joel to transport her and she does become cargo and i'm trying to remember how that happens in the game
1: so i just replayed it so i'm replaying the part one remake
0: okay Um, i was gonna say i should download the the remake
1: yeah so i'm trying to so you bought it i did i did it was Uh, on sale see you it is well, it was. It was on yeah. sale around Christmas time, and I had gift cards, so I just uh, went you know for
0: what? it. know Sony, your marketing sucks. You'd think that would have been the one email you would send me over and over instead of all <laughs> these other ones about games I don't care about.
1: Right. No, it was. It was Well, so it was, all, you know, it's normally $70. It was on so, sale for 50 which is okay. at least closer to what I feel like it's worth for a remake of a game that only came out yeah. nine years ago. Um, okay. Nine years ago. but I'm trying it'll, to like,
0: it'll be 10 years in June.
1: I know, but still, I'm trying to go through each section of the game as it's coming up in the show, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of pretty much exactly where we are in the show. Right now in the game. And so I did just see that part where they find Marlene. Um, and it's weird. It's good that they didn't do it the same way. Because in the game, uh, they shoot Robert. Tess shoots Robert and kills him. Seemingly for no reason. Like, it's just, like, the, the most... She She's just like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And shoots him. Yeah, And... <laughs> right around the corner steps Marlene. Shot somehow. We don't know how Marlene shot. We don't. It's weird. She has nothing to do with this scenario. Um, okay, with them shooting Robert, and then she. They're, they're like she's like, "Where's Robert?" And he's literally like right there. She she could see him. <laughs> he's just on the ground dead. And not to mention, she was. Five feet away, seemingly. I mean, it really appears like she was right around the corner, five feet away from them when Tess shot Robert. She didn't hear the gunshot. Nothing. Um, so <laughs> Tess moves and is like, you know, he's right here. And she's like, oh, I needed him alive. And she's like surprised he's dead. How are you surprised he's dead? You were right there.
0: Anyway. Okay, now, yeah, now it's coming back. Now I understand. Okay. She's like, no. I, I needed him alive,
1: um, and the motivations of all those characters d- never really makes as much sense in the game as it does in the show. They did it. They did yes. a better job with that in the show. Um, yeah, because it's just sort of this nebulous like arms deal between Robert and Tess um, that goes wrong, and then the we find out that like the person that Robert sold Tess's weapons to, um, instead of giving them back to Tess or giving Tess the money or something, it, it's confusing. He sold her weapons to Marlene, the Fireflies. The Fireflies. And yeah. and for some reason Marlene still needed Robert alive. I think the original Plan was for Marlene to take um, Ellie to, to take Ellie, but I think Robert was gonna supply men to protect her, um, men or or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, muscle. Yeah. No, I remember that a little bit better now. None of it is
1: very well drawn out. So. They did it. Th- this was this was handled better in the, in the show. I th-
0: I felt. But, it is. Yeah. So, so Joel and Tess agree to take Ellie. They don't know why. They don't know why, but they're oh, yes. going to help get her to the place that Marlene needs her to be, and they don't understand why. And in exchange, he's going to get a fully outfitted rig so that he can go to Wyoming and find Tommy.
1: Yes. Which is a whole change from the games also. Like, he, in the games, Tommy is not a factor for a long time.
0: No. No. You don't even know that Tommy's, you don't even know that Tommy
1: is still alive, right? Yeah. Um, and in this, he apparently has been in communication with Tommy on the radio for forever. Um, and communication has stopped, um. But there is a history, and this is the same in the games. There's a history between Tommy and the Fireflies. um, And, you know, Joel kind of blames the Fireflies for Tommy not being there anymore because uh, he runs off, basically, to join the Fireflies. Um, So Joel already doesn't like the Fireflies. But um, now... They, they, they introduced this whole concept of the radio. Um, also, Bill is already mentioned, kind of set up as a character a little bit um, in this because uh, he's the one sending the signals on the radio. Did I mm-hmm. get that
0: correctly? That's that's what I gathered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the signals are different, uh, songs. Um, what do they all mean? 80s is trouble, right? 80s. 80, yeah. 80s it, is trouble. 70s is
0: something and 90s is something, but 80s is it, trouble.
1: 60s, right? 60s, 70s,
0: and 80s. 60s,
1: 70s, and 80s. Okay. Yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s. <clears throat> um, yeah, so, uh, it, it, it and that comes back again at the at the end. We we see, um, they we hear a Depeche Mode song, which is eighties. Um, yes. And so trouble, and that's the end of the episode. But before that, sorry. <clears throat> but before that, um, they are. Where are they going?
0: So they. They leave or start to leave the quarantine zone. They're trying to get out of the quarantine zone, right? Yeah, they're they're trying to leave town to get Ellie to the place that Marlene wants Ellie to be so that they can get their fully equipped pickup right vehicle, whatever it is. And as they're leaving, they get stopped by a Federal soldier who just happens to be somebody that Joel knows because he was selling drugs to him earlier. Mm-hmm. So there's an, an interaction there and, uh, you know, this guy decides that essentially he better not risk his own ass anymore. So he, he, he says we're doing this by the book, even though, Jill, you know, Joel's like, come on, just let us go. Just look the other way. I'll give you all, all the drugs for free from now on. And it seems strange to me that this guy wouldn't take that offer because I don't, unless there was somebody else looking at him that he didn't know about. Right. Right. But he has them, you know, all get down. And part of the routine in these situations, I guess is just to scan somebody. So he scans Tess and Joel and they're green and he scans Ellie. And of course she knows it's going to turn red. So as he's scanning her, she whips out her trusty switchblade and stabs him in the leg. And, and then the, the scanner turns red and, I think Joel and Tessa are confused. Um, and the soldier essentially takes up arms against Ellie and Joel just kind of has this flashback to Sarah. And, and even though he, he's thinking of Ellie as just cargo. And even though he seems to have disassociated himself from any emotion, you know, towards children as, as they kind of showed when he just threw that, dead kid in the in the fire mm-hmm. he just he just unleashes and he he rushes this guy grabs him and beats him to death with his, his bare hands yeah. all while ellie is is in the background and she seems excited by this not terrified right yeah like yeah. it's a sign of the times to quote the great harry styles <laughs> like it's you flash back to when when um Joel killed the neighbor that was coming to attack them and Sarah was just mortified by that in the game and in in the TV series like right. both of them you could see that that she, you, know, you 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 killed them and Ellie is well, Ellie didn't grow up with all the things Sarah grew up with. She didn't grow up with any sort of luxuries. And she you know, she just has this sense where this guy was going to get her, and now somebody is fighting for her, and she wants that. Not only does she want that, but she wants to be able to do that herself. And I think at that point she sees Joel as somebody that she can get some some pretty solid use out of. I don't think either one of them have any idea what that's going to develop into as far as their relationship goes, but that's kind of how I looked at that, that scene in that moment. Yeah.
1: I have problems with this scene. <laughs> okay. I, Let's hear it. I don't know. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel like Joel really Was there yet Right Um, Because It's almost like We know where this story is going You and I And people who have played the game Know where this story is going Yes But It's a long time Before it gets to that point And already I feel like Joel's at that point already you know almost like yes like they they took all the build-up out of that um and maybe what they're setting up is for the very next episode for Joel to feel that in himself and recognize that he reverted back to that place um so, and and maybe that's that's what is the catalyst for him to pull away from ellie even further yeah um, from the start like like this is like i could see him at the beginning of the next episode being like i don't want anything to do with you now like sure. th- rejecting her because he felt this because he had this yeah. um but yeah. uh, now go ahead
0: I think he's going to try to justify it within himself as being it was more for Tommy than her, because without her, he doesn't get to Tommy. Right. Sure. Um, I don't know. But but maybe it's just just instinct. Like, like, no, I don't think he cares that much for Ellie at this moment that he would risk his own life in that situation for her. I think it's more of. Seeing a soldier point a weapon at a young girl, right, kind of took Triggered. him instantly to that place, right. and it became just reactive and not anything he could really do about. But I do think he's going to try to to justify it in his own head, and maybe if Tess is going to ask him about it, I don't know, by, you know, saying he, if if the girl was dead, then he wouldn't get Tommy, so to speak.
1: The other problem I have with this scene, though, too, is the Quick flash back um, To Sarah and, and the soldier um, I'm Generally not a fan of Ever doing that and the last of us yeah. part Two did that a couple of times um, yeah. And And it's it's It shows A lack of trust in your audience Because I, I feel like This scene would have played just as Effectively Had that flashback not been in there. Had
0: they yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was unnecessary. The, 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 probably the biggest problem I had with that scene was like a lot happened all at once. Right. But they learn that Ellie is scanning red, but she's not turning and they see that she's been bit. Like you think that would be a big deal. And you don't think that they would just be like taking her word. Exactly. Or, right. Like right. Like they've never seen anything like this ever. Right. And now she's just like, "Look, look, look, I'm not turned. I got bit like whatever a long time ago." And they're like, "Oh, yeah, okay." <laughs> like there's what? there would be a lot of questions.
1: Yeah, there's there's just no I mean, I'm guessing that the next episode is when all the questions and, come and in. that's
0: yeah, and that's probably accurate too because this was the end of the first episode. So,
1: but it should have been a big moment. Like, it, if I was watching this and I was somebody who had not played the game and didn't know the story, I would have seen that scene, and it would not be possible for me to miss the fact that she's saying she's immune and all this.
0: Yeah. It needed like that big dramatic, uh, uh, tone or music, whatever from lost when that kind of stuff would happen Where like, you just know, like it's an issue, but they'll deal with it on the next episode. Yeah.
1: I mean, it just, I don't know. It, It just seemed like it required a little more drama, a little more, um, of an exclamation point.
0: Yeah, like it was yeah. not a minor detail. Like, it's, no. Wait a minute. There's somebody here that's infected, but not turning. But What's not happening? turning. Right. Yeah. And clearly it was bitten quite a while ago because it is healed. Like it's it's a thing. So You're right.
1: So I don't know. And then then we see the shot of the the two uh, skyscrapers falling together, which. I don't know. I know Boston very well, and I have no idea what those two skys- skyscrapers are. There aren't. There are no two skyscrapers that close together in Boston that they would be leaning together like
0: that. Mm. But well, it was probably an inside job. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know Boston very well, so I just assume so there's was something.
1: there's the Prudential and there's the. Hancock tower, um and they are not close together. I mean they're they're in the same general area. They're both in Copley, but they're not like close enough that if one fell it wouldn't even reach the other. Um so I oh. don't even know. And then well, so maybe, there's downtown crossing. Aren't... No, just let me Pontificate about Boston, please. There's okay. Downtown Crossing has a bunch of skyscrapers, but those were clearly the two tallest in the whole city. So, and and they're they're you know Hancock and Prudential are the tallest skyscrapers in Boston, and so so it was just weird to me. But Downtown Crossing would be the only place that would have skyscrapers that close together, and they're just not that tall. But that, it's okay. I'll
0: forgive it. Is it? Is it, though, Daniel? It's it's okay. Right. Okay. It's, it's forgivable. That Major oversight on... It, it is
1: kind of an
0: oversight. One. Yep. Yep. For yeah. sure.
1: <laughs> but it's a cool visual, so we'll forgive it. I've always wondered what the story of those skyscrapers is. I wonder if we'll get that in the next episode.
0: <laughs> maybe we will. I don't know. No, like I mean, really. Like, well, like why they fell, you mean? Yeah, why did they fall? I don't know. Fireflies, I guess I assumed. Yeah, okay.
1: Or maybe it's like the skyscraper in in part two where, where one of them Al-Qaeda. is just like completely maybe it's maybe it's terrorists I thought that was interesting well, this this happened this taking place in 2003 at the height of like the war on terror and and post nine eleven um evoking that sort of um post nine eleven uh anxiety that we all had
0: yes was, yeah have. I
1: thought that was cool so. Anyway, that that's the episode. uh, What do you think? What? Anything else you want to talk about?
0: Um, (laughs) regarding the episode, we're gonna have to. (laughs) That's okay. We we always knew it would be. Anytime we try to be brief, we're just fooling ourselves. Yep. So no, I think overall it was a really great episode. I. I will probably watch the next one. We'll see. We'll see what I'm feeling when it comes on. (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) You have to. You're going to throw off our entire plan here.
0: No, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be excited for it. I do hope that um, it starts to adapt itself into its own thing with, with a lot of throwbacks and nods to the game. I don't want the major points and parts of the game to really be changed by the show. Like, I don't think I would like that, but I do want like other things. Like I don't want it to be just a straight chapter for chapter remake of, right. of the game because right. we already have that. You paid $50 for it. <laughs> um,
1: I own it so three times now. <laughs> thrice.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the left behind stuff. And clearly that's going to have to be a flashback of some sort. Right.
1: All right. Well, that was fun, Jeremy, but
0: that That was long,
1: so... That was long. We're going to do this every week. I got to go to bed.
0: Yes, I understand. (laughs) I I was going to tell you all about my online dating experience, but we can do that next week. That's next week, I think, for sure. Yes.
1: Yes. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it's been fun.
1: All right, and thank you, everybody else, Good listeners out there for listening to this show with us. If you don't like The Last of Us, just bear with us for another eight weeks, and uh, then we'll go back to our regular programming. If
0: you don't like The Last of Us, then try to find something that you do.
1: Yeah. Remember. I don't don't know what to tell you. Daniel,
0: you are lost in the darkness.
1: Look for the light. Look for the light. Yes. Indeed. And, and giraffes
0: and giraffes. But seriously, this was fun. And thank you everybody for enduring and surviving this episode with us.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. In endurance test. Indeed. Yep. Yes. Until next time.
0: Check you later. See ya. Guitar strums. Yep. That was fun. Shit, were we supposed to be recording?